The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Happy Kwanzaa. Let's ride. <laughs> Emotion. Whatever he just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever he just yeah. said. Happy Dr. Boxing Day. Dr. Milana <laughs> Karanga. That's how we doing it. Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Danny McCray, Heckma Harris, Barry Church yes, is sir. back on yeah. New Scruggs. Oh, and yeah. we've got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Cowboys get ready to face uh, Detroit early game because it's Saturday. Saturday night at Jerry World, Jimmy Johnson, Ring of Honor, induction ceremony going down. But the Cowboys end up taking a 22-20 loss in Miami. Looking back at the scores, um, DMAC, you had a 38-35 Miami. Mm. Heckma, you had a 28-20 Dallas Church. You surprised us. You went Cowboys. I had a 20, right? 24-21. And I had Miami 31-23. Yeah, y'all got that one. Y'all got got that one for sure. Yeah, yeah. On the road, back to back. All that. All that. Mm. Out the window, huh? Don't. Five Mm. straight. Five losses uh, on the road this year. Ten Ten and five. Back in second place now. Still four and one in the division. Still seven and three in the conference. Okay. Philly still four and one in the division. Seven and three in the conference. I will re- reiterate something I said after. Uh, I don't want to hear nothing about let it play out. Let it play out. Man. Let it play out. <laughs> you know that's the phrase. Consistent. There let it, it play out. Yeah, yeah. Let it play out. You're right. You're let right. You're right. I'm gonna I'm reiterate this. You got to control what you can control. Go out there and win your games. And then you look at what everybody else is doing that could possibly help you get into whatever position you want to get in. But so far, since we've been saying that, starting with the Buffalo Bills, yeah. we have not gone out there and handled our business to then put us in a better position possibly, just in case somebody else faltered or fell, fell from where they were at, to put us in that better position. We haven't been able to do it. Mm-hmm. We have been able to do it. And I think this has been multiple years we haven't been able to do it. I think one year we were supposed to go out there and beat Washington. <laughs> and when we, we watched it, and we like, hey, we can't even. Mm-mm. They didn't say it to score to help us out, and we, you know, we can't, can't even. Do, we can't can't even capitalize. So, yeah, man, it's rough. It's rough. And I, listen, while you were gone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. there was somebody on this show. No, not again. Somebody on this show not who again. said they would rather us go on the road with the five seed than get the two seed and play at home. Man. Mistakes have been made. (laughs) Mistakes mistakes have been made on that one. And why did I say it? No. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Why did you say it? Why did I say it? Because you want to sit at home and get the Rams. So I'd rather go on the road to Tampa or Atlanta or New Orleans instead of getting the Rams at home right now. And one of that. And what, what, what happens to you in the second round? So you beat Tampa, and now you're on the road again. And then, so, 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 where are we at that point? You trying to get to the second? Round? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> if you can't, if you can't get, if you can't, if you can't get to the get second round with a home game in the first round where you are excellent at home, then you ain't got no shot in the second round on the road. Mm-hmm. Like, don't even, what, what would you prefer? Home, I those, oh, I <laughs> two go home. seed or five seed? I gotta go home. And you talk about you know LA. This is a team that the Cowboys have dismantled. 
earlier in the season. It was weeks ago. It was weeks ago. But to me, I mean, that's a team that you match up. Like we always talk about, this game is about matchups. I think the Dallas Cowboys match up extremely well with the Rams if that scenario were to come about. But for me, yeah, I'm, I'd rather have those home games. Two C, give me two, you know, two games, possibly a third if the number one C <laughs> get knocked out. So well, right now, you give me that. Right now, you're the five seed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Right now, it, 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 it'll be a game at Tampa Bay again. What's this? So what do you think about that Miami? Man, stop talking. If I can tell you, stop talking to me. I tell you, stop talking. Cowboys by eight. Cowboys by eight. Please tell me one why, like, what made you feel like we was gonna beat them by eight, and then how you felt. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed as hell, man. Um, missed opportunities two weeks back to back, and you get the losses that you need. As you were talking about, you know, losses that would help you. Uh, elevate you to being able to be at home. You miss those opportunities. We did it twice. Defensively, it, it's a, it's a tell of two teams. It's the it's the home team and it's the away team. Mm-hmm. And I am looking at us on film, and I'm saying. Where is the disconnect, and why can't you raise your level of violence on the road versus how you are on the, at home? I mean, you've played in the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. so you know at some point you're going to have to raise that level of physicality. And teams right now are playing us outside. I mean, I saw Buffalo. Did you see Buffalo uh, last this mm-hmm. weekend? Yeah. They even look like the team. I'm like, wait a minute. What is, 73 or 79? Hold on, dog. Yeah, what, happened to, what happened to you? Two? <laughs> you know, but when you when you playing against us, when I see them against us, our linebackers are getting drove down the field. Guys are not being able to get off of blocks. It is just the fact that teams are willing to play a brand of football outside of themselves to beat us. And look, man, I, we praise Mike McCarthy. We talk about him and, and the way that his play calling is gone. D-Mac, I, that first drive, when it was, it was fourth down, fourth and two, I believe. I'm saying to myself, why is Mike coming out here coaching like he already down by 20? You know, take the points. Put your defense back out. Even though it worked out. Mm -hmm. It worked out. You cross and route to Ferg. You get down on the one. Everything is working out. And then all of a sudden, you want to unveil your secret weapon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't get it. I don't get it. And I I go back, and and I'm just saying, like, I understand there's a conservative approach to coaching and analytics is is in it now. Got your boys in charges Mm, up out of there. But there's a certain point where it's like, look, we're on the road. Play smart. Play to your defense. Play to your team and allow them to do what they do. Don't press. You don't have this too early. You don't have to. And a lot of people are like, hey, man, you don't want to get behind to Miami. And it just felt as though even Coach Soul on the other side, he gave him opportunities to get back with – I think it was one of those series where Moster got hurt Mm -hmm. and then Waddle got hurt, and then they went for it on fourth and goal. And it's like, come on, man. What's the matter with you? Take the points. Get off the field. But that's not that's not the era of football that we're living in right now. Yeah, you're 100 right on that, man. Whatever, everything you just said, and to me, the biggest point was when you talk about the game and how everything went down defensively. That second level is going to be under attack. I mean, that that's what it what it's going to be from now until you know whenever the case they, they're done with this with this season. I don't know. You can't bring anybody in. I mean, I don't. You, you, you can look out there, but I don't think there's anybody you can bring in to supplement what they're missing on that second level. But there was plenty of times. Y'all all watched the, watched the game. I mean, y'all, y'all seen the pancakes that was happening out there. You know, Fox, they had, Deposits. A, they had a whole bunch of great angles and cats were, you know, just getting dumped down. And I don't know if that has to do mainly with just the second level being undersized back there or that front defensive line letting that letting those line or offensive linemen get to the second level that quick. I don't know what the case may be, but 
you got to find something because he's obviously up front with this defensive line. They're not hunkering down and getting those, you know, combo blocks to stick on them. Yeah. Because our linebackers aren't being able to move side to side. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. Nothing against you, man, but, you know, Damone Clark, there was times where he was getting drove about 20 yards off, off of the screen. Get killed. I mean, it, 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 it was tough. And, you know, he's dealing with big big guys around him. Big offensive lineman, 300 pounds, I get it. But there, there's got to be something. And I don't know if it's the scheme where he's stunting all these defensive linemen in there, moving gaps, but – at one point in time, you just got to just grab the man up and get up. And, but I just don't know. I just don't know how you do that now, at this point. Now, now, to be fair, to be fair, okay, Miami Dolphins scored 22 points. Yes. Last minute field goal. Yes. 91 yards rushing. Right after what what happened to us in Buffalo, what's happened to us against Arizona, what's happened to us against uh, the San Francisco 49ers. You go out here, and we talked all week about the running game and Mostert and A-Chain mm-hmm. and all these guys being able to possibly put up 70 and do what Buffalo just did. Now, they did go out there, and they, and they held them. 26 carries, 91 total yards. One touchdown. One touchdown, okay? And... <laughs> And just based off of what we had seen and the worries that we did have, I thought they played a lot better than than I expected them to because I had them 38-35. I was like, we ain't going to stop them from doing nothing. And and, and, and to my pleasure, I, I watched the game, and all that stuff that yeah. y'all said did happen. But when it was time to buckle down at points and, and make certain plays, they did. Tyreek Hill came out in the second half with it, with it on his mind, but – to a certain point, they played very well against Tyreek Hill. Um, so this is another game for me where I look at it and I say, I'm going straight back to San Francisco for the last couple of years where, okay, your defense ain't playing great, but they still are putting you in position to be able mm-hmm. to make plays, especially if you now consider yourself, which I do consider us, a offensive team where we are putting everything on Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, and, uh, and Ferguson to make sure that we can get out there and get some points. And we leave with 20. Right, so I mean, when you in the playoffs and you say, "Man, we held, we held a team to 22," I'm expecting us to get a dub <laughs> with with our offense and how Big Mike has been calling plays. I'm expecting this to be a win. You go on the road and hold a team like Miami, who's 11 and four with all these weapons, to 22 points. I'm expecting a win. So defense didn't play up to to the standard I thought that we should. But I'm putting a lot of this on the offense, man. I'm, you said, remember you were talking about Tony Pollard and mm-hmm. CMC and all that. So Tony you're not Pollard let me live that down. Are Tony you? Pollard you're has just twelve that, carries <laughs> for thirty-eight <laughs> total yards. Okay, he had one catch for five total yards. Thirteen touches. Okay, ten so, million dollars. So, so, Thirteen touches. So, like, when that's you, criminal. But, but against San Fran last year, we were talking about, hey, if Tony Pollard would have been playing, then it probably would have been a totally different game. Well, this year it has been different. And I think you have to get more out of your running game. You have to get more out of your running back, your running, whatever it is, put CD back there, Turpin. You have to be able to threaten uh, defenses with the with the, with just a possibility of yeah. breaking a big run. 12 for 38 ain't gonna cut it. Yeah, my my point, my point with Tony Pollard is simple, man. He has to contribute in more than just the running game. He's a he's a receiver by nature. So you have to put him out in space and allow him to expose defenses out in the flat and if you're not going to use him like that then it's a complete waste of his talent the way that Shanahan uses CMC he gives him an opportunity not only between the tackles but also to accentuate who he is as a receiver we're not doing that with Tony Pollard. And also, Tony Pollard is not doing himself any favors when he gets the ball on the one yard line and he can't run through a tackle to get into the end zone. I mean so I, you, you still standing on the CMC and Tony Pollard thing? 
Are you still standing Forget on that? Forget it. Daddy, I just want to know. <laughs> I just want to know. Is you that what we're doing? You win, Danny. He's not using the right. You win, Danny. No, I'm just saying. You got they, it. They, they different. They different. <laughs> like, you, you, win. Know, you know, I don't, you know, Tony Pollard, even when, if, even if, when he was big time last me, year. Let, let me say this. As a as a rusher, okay. what what option do you have now? If he's the only, he's number, he's your 1A. He's not your bell cow, but he is the guy that you go into game plan saying, we're going to hand this guy the ball on first down, and we expect for him to pick up three and four yards. We expect for him at some point in time throughout this game to wear a defense down. Yeah, I've seen that. Mm-mm. But that he has, has he had the opportunity to show that? But I, that was never the plan when they had him. When Skip, Skip Pete gave you the blueprint of how to use him. He gave it to you. As much as things change, and they remain the same. If you look around the NFL and the teams that can run the ball, hold time of possession, field position, all of that, they are winning because of their running game. We are, we're standing here with Tony Pollard, and I'm saying just in simple situations where on the one-yard line you can't get into the end zone, you're letting the guy arm tackle you. With the, come on now. That's come true. on now. That's true. So the run game. Yeah. That's why CMC is going to be the MVP. Should be because he's he different. Should be. <laughs> you don't like that. He may, you, I'm just. I'm just looking. I'm just looking at it. And what's up? What's up? I want us to be. I want us <laughs> to be able to have a run game that travels because obviously the other way ain't working. The uh, at one point we feed CD Lamb that stopped working. Brandon Cooks was at one point we was like okay other weapon showed up that ain't working. So, okay. What, what what do we have? Did it stop working? Or we just you know you know I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. Just, what? Just, just ask this. Just ask this. We talk about the run game. You had ball at the one, fullback fumbles. That's seven. Mm-hmm. You got your ten million dollar running back who I don't know. He didn't go to the outside more. Should he dive? I don't know. But he didn't get that's 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 fourteen points right there. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, those two different drives. No, that's one drive. Yeah, that was one drive. That's right? the same drive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. It's it, you're right. It's the next play. But um, but just yeah, seven points. But just you you were in a position to win. You didn't do it. Do it. You just do it. But if you'd given me these statistics before we went out here and said they'll hold them to this one touchdown, keep my red zone, make the dude kick five field goal, I'm saying they're gonna win. And if this is on the road in the playoffs, if you can do this, I think they can win that game. You no, know, you should you should win that game. Our offense has not played well for the last two weeks. And, and and I'm just saying, if this is if you get this in the playoffs on the road, I think they can win this. Well, let, me, let me say this real quick though. They did give this team the lead with two minutes and thirty seconds left. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like they they had an opportunity. They, they gave they had the lead. What do we have to do? They had the lead. You had <laughs> when the they left the field, they gave it to you. Two they minutes and thir- twenty seven seconds. Two minutes and twenty seven seconds left in the whole ball game. They gave this team the lead. Now all they had to do is make one stop. One stop. Uh, uh, another stop. Just one stop. Another one. That's because all they had to do but, is but take this, the one but stop. At, but at that point in time, this is what the cards were. No, no, I know it. I know. I know it is. I'm saying. But as as an offense, I'm saying we we. I think we find ourselves in a situation a lot of times where okay, yes. They left with the lead, and mm-hmm. we've seen this a lot of time. When it's a field goal, <sighs> man, dudes, dudes kicking field goals all over the place. All right, mm-hmm. like I think it's more difficult for if you leave us with the lead and they got to score a touchdown versus a field goal. Then I think we feel a little bit more comfortable about that. With plus two minutes on the clock, when it's when you're up three, it, like that, we 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 didn't play did, that well. Did you think they were going to win? No. 
on the final drive. Oh, you talking about Miami? Miami. Yes. Yes. You, yes. So you thought the Cowboys were gonna win on that final? No, drive. no. I thought Miami was gonna win. That's why I picked them. No, no. But I'm just saying when 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 Miami got the ball, right? The Cowboys. I, 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 anytime somebody gets the ball with two minutes left plus on the clock and all they need is a field goal, I believe that it's in the favor of the offense. Okay. And what about you on that? Same. Same thing. But Same. When, but when you look at it, it's not like there was a big chunk play and they went down the field. Methodical. They kicked the game winner with seconds. What was it, two, three seconds? It yeah. was zeros on the clock. When it, mm-hmm. You let that offense milk drive it. down the field and milk it like that, all the way down the field like that. The face mask didn't help. Yeah. yeah that, <laughs> that's part of the defense. That's part of the defense. You got to be more disciplined than that. But when you look at it, there was plenty of opportunities where they could have made that stop. Because, like I said, it wasn't like they was just, let me gas you up down the field on it. They literally mm-hmm. drove the ball and took all the time left and, in the game. And, and for me, Barry, when it was 225 on the clock, I'm like, man, we, this, is, this, is, this isn't good. Because the scheme that we're playing, we're 12 yards off the ball on Tariq Hill. They're just going to turn and throw the ball to him all the way down the field. And we're so scared. We're bracketing off of this guy so much that he's picking up five, six yards at a time. Period. Mm-hmm. I understand. Look, it's Tariq Hill. It's the cheetah. I mean, you know. Your MVP. 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 Don't come in like we said it. You said it. No. And you know what? I said it predicated on the fact that if your defense is that afraid of one person, if one person strikes fear in you that much to where you, hey, man, we're just going to give you this zone. As soon as you catch it, it's all hats to the ball so we can get you down. But Tua it doesn't have to do anything special. He doesn't have to make any difficult reads. All I'm doing is turning and throwing this guy the ball. You're playing this soft coverage. I, we said it when we was in here, what, Thursday. What coverage can they play? You said ain't no way in hell they can play. Man, I'm like, shit, they got to play zone. <laughs> they got to do something different mm-hmm. from what they're doing right now. And what did they do? They came out there in zone. And even Miami was like, oh, Y'all gonna play zone? You gonna give us all this cushion? Okay, we're gonna use this up. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph model. <laughs> I mean, we, man almost got 2,000 yards on the season. Man, we over here talking about press technique and man. how come they playing man, 12 yards off. <laughs> one touchdown in the game. Yeah, man. I know we, we out here like they play horrible. I'm saying, I don't Buffalo care who it is. Yeah, if I'm you go out there and right. you hold San Francisco, uh, Baltimore, any of these teams to 22 points, you should expect to win the game based off of, one, how you look for the rest of the times you played against high-powered offenses. For all those times, right, I'm talking, and and Arizona wasn't even high-powered. This is the best we probably could have expected as far as the score and numbers based off what has happened to us during the regular season. But can you rely on that consistently? This defense being that great in the red zone? Because they got down. All right, let's go ahead. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Frustration here. Damn, after Christmas. <laughs> he was on vacation. He got energy. Yeah, 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 I got energy. He's recharged. Yeah, yeah, we go. That's it. That's all I've been out there in the snow. Like, <laughs> you know, like the Kwanzaa Kwanza candles here, guys. Um, Barry Church is back. Heckma Harrison is here. Danny McCrace here. I knew it Scruggs. It's Players Lounge. It's brought to you by Tostitos. The holiday festive season right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboysvip. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboysvip. 
Smoothie. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them Cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the Players' Lounge. Demarcus Lawrence is the Dallas Cowboys nominee for the 2023 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide. Help Tank raise, raise funds for Dak Prescott's Faith Fight Finish Foundation by casting your vote on NFL.com slash Man of the Year or tweet your support using the hashtag WPMOY Challenge. Votes end on January the 8th. Vote for Tank. Thank you, Heckman Harrison. You're back in the Players' Lounge right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. We are brought to you by Tostitos, Barry Church, Heckman Harrison, Danny McCray, I'm Newey Scruggs. The Cowboys are now 10-5. and five. Uh, Philadelphia is in first place in the East. They Ooh. are 11-4. and four. Detroit, who comes to town this mm. week, is in first place. They have won the North. They are 11-4. and four. Hey, Out West, North. San Francisco got drubbed by Baltimore at home. Mm. They, yeah, they are 11-4. and four. The Cowboys lost to Miami, who ended up making the playoffs. They are 11-4. and four. By the way, Miami gets Baltimore this week. They got to mm-hmm. go on the road there. The Ravens with the best record in the National Football League right now at 12-3. and three. Mm. So, Cowboy fan frustrated, but they're still a good football team. It's a good football team. Can I ask you something? Who's the best player on the defense right now? Micah Parsons. Who's who's playing the best on the defense? Micah Parsons. Tank Lawrence. Tank Lawrence. I'm giving it to Tank. Like, like Micah Parsons probably is the best, most talented player on the team. But in the situations to where we have teams (laughs) running the ball, running the ball on us like that, I think the most impactful player in that facet of the game has been D-Law to where if he ain't out there, you're looking at a totally different performance from the defense. Mm -hmm. And this is just my opinion. You guys can disagree with me all day long. You start to call Half of the stuff we're watching Micah Parsons get 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 robbed on and held on. It's changing the game. You know, now we're talking, you know, 
first and 15s for people. For 20, I mean, this stuff that we're watching here, it's these referees, it's bad. Are they calling it, though? They're not calling so, it. So, I mean, so in that case. <laughs> and, and so, so, so for me, when I say he, to me, why I say that is this guy is playing at another level. They're not calling it, but if you're calling it now, you're talking about a whole different dynamic for a play call. Now you're first and 20. And then, I mean, it's just, I just, dude, that. And I, I'm not one to beat up referees much, but this year overall, this is sad to watch. So, we got, got to do it in CeeDee Lamb draws. Yeah, that, yeah, that was that And was, there's no was call. This is, this is now, so let, so let me. Let, uh, so I, I want to make sure. Let me phrase it the, the correct way then. So far, most impactful since the calls are not happening, okay. most impactful specifically in the run game where we found ourselves struggling the most over the last few years. I believe that Demarcus Lawrence if you remove him from the equation, Don't. this defense against the run was probably going to be bottom of the league somewhere. Is that fair? He's he's he is a he's having a he should be in the pro bowl, okay? Mm-hmm. He's having a pro bowl season. Pro bowl season, there's no doubt about it. Um Look, this the run. The run defense is what it is. Yeah, it, it's. It, yeah, look, Hankins, I, I just want to give him no, some, no. some credit. The man is no, out there. No, I'm talking about week in and week out, setting the tone, making plays. I'm mm-hmm. talking about starting over here at the right end, making tackles over here, all the way across on the left you know, end for two yard gains. The dude has consistently been impactful on the defensive line. It's the Seattle game. It's the Seattle game on that last play where they leave Micah unblocked and Tank makes the play to save the game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it's yeah, it's guy. those kind of it's those kind of plays where you just see a guy that's a veteran, his veteran presence, and you say, without that play, man, we'd have been up, you know what, without a paddle. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. It's time and time again seeing him revisit his greatness and seeing the impact that he's having on this defense. It just reminds you that you need guys like that. But on the other hand, when you ask the question about who's the best guy on the on the, the defense, uh, clearly it's Micah. But if you're not having any of those other guys step up when he's being doubled and triple teamed, what can you do? Now, you and I both remember in the NBA where guys that didn't get a call, they didn't turn and yell to the ref. Okay, now that's that's the go to the NBA game. That's just what they do. Then, okay. the, then the Spurs came. <laughs> hey, but I'm saying, but listen, when you're out there on the football field and you don't get the holding penalty, dog, I don't need you throwing your hands up. B. It's yeah. not the NBA. You're not good. I've never seen an official throw the flag after you go to him and complain. It's never going to happen that way. And I don't understand how guys are thinking, like, man, we're being victimized out there. The referees are not calling it. That doesn't give them incentive to call it. Let me, and this is just just a, just a question, and and I can't remember the first. Maybe it was Jim Burt. Remember you? You don't remember that. Remember Jim Burt, sixty four for the Giants, who yeah. decided to got that super tight. Killed Montana one time. Yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> We'd have been fine and kicked out of the league if he did that today. Yeah. But but they gave him one of those jerseys that you you super tight, right? Super tight. Should Micah go that route where you actually put on? Because we're seeing clearly, we're seeing how he's getting held. Yeah, That's different. That's not Ross. <laughs> what happened to the fans, Russ? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Stop the minute. Supple level. I tell you what. Hey yo, that's not champion. Y'all crazy. That's some good. What was I holding? I don't even know what I was saying. They hold Mike, man. They like <laughs> lamb straight from England. Shit, 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 sh
to find and to think of a way that, with all the massive amounts of holding right now, is that the next thing to do to try to help him? Because if it's, in my mind, here's my thought. If it's super tight and then they got to actually grab that super tight thing, maybe that could help him. But what we're seeing here, and it's not just him. About to, yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you about to say that. TJ Watt. We're watching Mike. If you watch the Browns get Miles get there's some bad stuff mm-hmm. going on, which makes me wonder, and it doesn't necessarily look good, you know, because it's all super tight, but do you have to go and try something different? Because what we're seeing here is not being called by these referees. It's almost in someone's like the Shaq rules. Last what we saw, yeah. how, how do they legislate Shaq? They didn't want to. Because, well, you're too big. So, so it's, something's got to. I'm just trying to figure. How do you change something to help the player? Well, I saw Dan Quinn move Micah around quite a bit this last game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he went from off ball to on the line. You know, it just you. You have to put Micah. He's he's become such a weapon in the way that his defense is using him. You have to move him around to give him the advantage. I've been somebody that's argued. Hey, put him at the put him at defensive end and, and let him just rush the pass. I, you can't do that. No, you have to use him in a multitude of ways. And Dan Quinn is trying the best that he can. I saw Micah off ball make some hell of a plays. And to me, I was like, you know what? <laughs> use him like that too. All right. If it, if that's gonna work like that, use him like that. But. I think on the flip side, it's totally on the flip side of this. I mean, guys have to win their one-on-ones. If he's being double-teamed, guys like Armstrong, you have to win, okay? Um, I don't know what's going on with Damone Clark, but clearly other teams have noticed what's going on with him, and they are circling him. Mm. And they are making it a point to get tackles and tight ends up the field and on him. When I'm watching – last night I'm watching Baltimore against San Francisco, and – I noticed the way every time Kittle would come back across in that motion, they would attack him. Like the whole defense would run that way. And somehow they are not giving up the advantage up the field on San Francisco with all that motion and movement. They just attack it. I'm seeing my defense catching. Yeah. yeah. And you're never gonna you're not gonna win that way. And I don't I'm not trying to place blame here because it can go both ways. You know, when mm-hmm. you guys go to film study, mm-hmm. it was a player two not made on this side, mm-hmm. not play. this is what costs you the game. But defensively, if this is a historic defense like you think it is, two twenty five on the clock, get a stop. Get off the field. I'm with you on that. Can we blame Damone Clark for being what he is from the standpoint of this is a guy we expected to be a backup linebacker. Now you've got him out here asking him to to fill an LVE type role. He's not that. We got 14 out here, Bell. We're asking these guys who we who you thought of and we're at camp. They're just some backup players here. Oh, it's a nice backup play. They're not the guys you thought. And you're now putting him in key situations and I don't want to sound like I'm super homer guy, but you've got 10 wins. They got warts. And and the old Bulls coach, Doug Collins, once talked to us when the media, he says, your job as a head coach is to understand the warts on your team and how do I cover them up? These guys, when you think they're light, they that big, they got some warts. You cover them up as much as you can. They've done it. You left Tampa with one touchdown, giving up. You lost the game. The penalties right. darn sure didn't help you. Mm-hmm. 
But I look at that and I just say, man, that's that's. You're six three, two hundred and forty pounds. That is, that is all of the schematics that you need to be a, a linebacker in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I don't. If we're talking about if we're talking about Bell and him and his okay. size, then okay, I'm all right with that. All right, but mm-hmm. a guy that's six three, two forty, he should be able to stand in there and, and, and handle that. He should mm-hmm. be able to come do you, down here. Do, what, what, do what? you feel? I, I don't feel like he's an NFL starter at this point in time. I think he got put into the starting lineup, but I don't think he's an NFL starter. Mm. What were the stats at for Miami's offense? I'm just I like I, I like I know I know we want to talk about the defense and I know we want to say that they didn't. Where are the stats at when we talked about they were half a yard behind San Francisco as a rushing football team? Did we play the run better than we played the previous week? Yes, yes. yes. absolutely. Like, we like did. What, yes. what we wanted to do was be better than the previous week when we played played Buffalo and defending the run and then continue getting better and then also be able to depend that my offense, if we play better on defense, that our offense is going to do something to help us be able to win that game. And I ain't talking about leaving us uh, with two, the two-point lead with two <laughs> minutes left on the clock. Like, well, if there's any, any team, bro, if Joe Burrow's on there, you you expecting us to lose that game. Okay. If Patrick Mahomes is there with two minutes on the clock, you expecting us to lose. That's you know any what? defense they play against. It ain't, it ain't, it's not a defense out there where you're saying, okay, Joe Burrow's playing against them, two minutes left. Oh, you're thinking, man, we left him too much time. It, is it fair to say with a team with Tyreek Hill, why all these other players on there with two of he's been playing pretty well this season mm-hmm. to say, hey, man, you probably left him too much time. Because that's the same thing they would have said about us if we would have got out there and uh, with two minutes left and Dak Prescott needed a game winning drive. They would say, you know what? I think my all the commentators would say that. You know, I think Miami left them too much time on the clock. They left them an opportunity with this quarterback and this team to go out there and win the game. That is every defense across the league. That ain't just us. That's San Francisco, Baltimore. Every team, two and a half minutes for a two-minute drill is plenty of time when you're up by two points. Cowboys led time of possession. They defensively, they held that Miami offense to one of four in the red zone. They, they were they, they they made some mistakes, but all, I, I guess we could also put it ultimately here. You lost the turnover battle. Yeah, that's seven yeah. points. And I know some people. Maybe you argue this, Heckman and Danny. When well, wait a minute. It evened out because you stopped them on fourth down and they didn't score. But you can't give away seven points on the road. In the NFL against a good team, okay. no, can't they didn't overcome it. They didn't. They didn't even it up. You just that, that to me. That's amongst the other mistakes. Which is ultimately we always talk about in the National Football League. Do you win the turnover battle? Hard to win, hard to win games if you can't win a turnover. They win turnover battle. No, that's a that's a great take, um, Danny. With, with what you're saying about the defense and 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 specifically, Nui, with your point on the on the turnovers and also what you've been talking about all week about penalties and how that's that? also that's also been our, our Achilles heel as, as a team. I think my expectation is what's ticking me off. All right. The expectation is, hey, we're going to get some stops in this run. We're not going to let Moser get a, get a first down. We're going to stop this five-yard catch that's going to turn into 15. We're going to figure out a way to get the ball back. We're going to get a, figure out a way to get a stop. And when we don't do that, and you see it so historically great on this end and then so historically not so bad on, on this end when we need it, when we need it the most. I think when you, look, when, you, when you point to the offense, I think you make a valid point because this game reminds me of the San Francisco playoff game. Mm-hmm. You held them to 22 points. All you need is your offense to do is score more points. And then you're on the road and you don't get it. 
I think the offensive line breakdown, man, is just so dynamic. From Chuma Doga to Tyron Smith, it, like night and day difference. That wasn't even like you couldn't feel it. Their worst feeling than what he had to deal with right then. And it's, it's the protection breakdowns and Dak being under the rest and not being able to stand in there and deliver some of those throws. I don't know as far as looking at the second and third quarter. It just looked as though like man, he was under so much pressure he couldn't decide because he, it, it, you know, what to do with the ball. Cowboys get an opportunity this week to face a division-winning football team. They get it at Jerry World. There's two games left. Home game against Detroit, road game against Washington. Cowboys could finish with 12 wins. Let's dive into that next. Let's try to have a positive segment toward the end. Oh, positive. Hey. Said, oh, we need oh. to talk about the offense. You want the positive? Ah, look at Come that. on. You need to laugh. You need to get into that. Look forward. No, we're going to finish. This is, this, is, <laughs> this is overreaction Monday, technically, okay? This is, this this is, is exactly over, what this is. This is overreaction Monday. Monday. It was, okay. All right, we do that next right here. Players <laughs> brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com. <laughs> To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more, the bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or any time you want a munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at Get Jack Black com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's get slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap it to prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. 
Sean Polite is your 2023 Cowboys Fan of the Year, and now he needs your help. Vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of NFL Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at NFL.com slash Fan of the Year. Thank you, Heckman Harrison. Back in the Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos. Got Barry Church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Danny McCray, I'm New Scruggs. Heckman, how was Christmas, man? That was wonderful. It was good. It was wonderful, man. My family's off the chain. Excellent. Excellent. Good times. Church. Good times, man. Excellent times. Can't complain. Mr. McCray. Mine was good. I had, I had a blast. I had a blast, man. Got to sit at home and last time eating holiday food for until Thanksgiving. Mm. So, had the ham and the turkey, all that stuff. More importantly, did everybody pick their kids up on time from the camp? You know what? That is, it did not happen. Mm. There was a lady. The camp's over at 3.30. This little kid walks up to me crying. Just, I don't see my mom. I was like, yo, you don't, man. It's 3.35. She said that she thought the camp was over at 5.30. No. She was going to 5.30. I was like, nah, she, she hit you for the brunch. She, she didn't say 5.30 because we don't have a 5 on the website. There ain't a 5 on there. And then I called her, texted her, and she was like, I don't know why I thought it was 5. I'm like, I'm like, I'm 15 minutes away. And she texts me every 15 minutes after that. And I was like, yeah, my, it's traffic on 360. And I'm, she got there like 4.25. Oh. Hour late, little boy sleep at the table. You know, I'm, I'm still nice. Like, hey, yeah, no problem, no problem. It's all right. I don't have nothing to do. Nothing to do on Christmas wow. Eve. Nothing, nothing to do. Nothing to do. Uh, so yeah, but you know, it's gonna happen. It happens all the time. It went to brunch on five o'clock. She said, "Yeah, I thought I don't know why I thought it was over at five. I'm like me neither. <laughs> don't say five o'clock. That second fifteen text. Man, she just got in the car. She had just got. She in the said, car. "I'm like five minutes away." I was uh, like, "So are you five minutes away or are you not?" And she was like, "It's so much traffic on 360. Uh, of course hopped, it is. Man, uh-huh, man, I hopped on that dang on road. We wasn't no traffic. Was, was no traffic. Wasn't no traffic nowhere. I could look on my phone and see if it's traffic on 360. It yeah, wasn't no traffic no, nowhere. It was not. You know what that was? Then I'll yeah, tell you off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, no, no, they didn't, they didn't come. She, that was the only one, though. That was the only one. That was on day one. That's crazy. Mm. Hate that to see it. But yeah, Chris was good, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to talk about that? You go ahead. You go ahead. Do I want to talk about how we – okay, we scored 20 points. Okay, we, we're still not able to run the ball. Uh, we found a way to get C.D. Uh, Lamb the ball early and often, mm-hmm. and then not so often. Then it got weird. Yeah, then it, <laughs> <laughs> then it weird. got weird. Weird signs <laughs> for Mike. And it's, weird signs for Mike McCarthy. It's still weird for me because y'all know how I feel about Brandon Cooks, okay? Brandon Cooks got two targets. He has two catches, one for a touchdown. I mean, he caught every pass thrown his way, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. one of them for a touchdown. How – how can we, you know what, not even going to start that one again. Jake Ferguson, okay, got four. I think, you know, I, I think that's a fair um, fair number of production from him. But we got Jalen Tolbert and, and Licky and, and all these guys who you are then taking away opportunities from your big-time players. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they should not touch the ball. But I'm saying when you are in the game on the road against a good team, your big-time players have to be the ones to step up, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Those are the guys who are going to step up on other teams. Last night, when you're watching um, uh, the, the Baltimore Ravens, right? You see, uh, is it Zay Flowers? Zay Flowers. And uh, the, what, number seven? Uh, Bateman. And, and Bateman. You see, you, you see these guys, running backs making. We are a team who we have not, I don't, it hasn't been consistent to where our top three guys have been a focal points on the offense week in and week out. One week you see Brandon Cooks, one week you don't. One week you see uh, Ferguson, I'm talking being the guy who, mm-hmm. who buffing up to everybody. The next week you see 45 and you don't really see impact plays. This is consistent with us, and I just can't figure out why. 
we can't figure out a way to get these guys the ball, specifically C.D. Lamb, who mm-hmm. doesn't touch the ball for almost two quarters. That's crazy. Two quarters. Your number one weapon on offense. I'm talking about tech on a tear this season. On a tear. We can't figure out a way to get this ball. You can't let a defensive coordinator take away your player like that because nobody else in the league is. Mm-hmm. Because, and, man, you – Boy, I'm telling you, I'm sure it's other defensive coordinators all over the league saying the same thing you're saying. <laughs> like, who, why do they go away from their best player? And when it's crunch time, why are you putting the ball in the hands of other guys? And not that these guys hadn't earned the right to be on this roster, but I think you feed a guy like C.D. Lamb. Yeah. You got to. And then look at Pollard. I mean, I know we talk about it each day, but come on, 12, if you go back all the way, and I could be wrong about this, but from maybe week four, week five, he's literally just had 12, 13, 12, 13 carries or total touches the entire game. And this is a guy, in my opinion, who's explosive. We've seen him do this. So I I just, I, I don't understand. Do you, I don't understand. Do you think defensive coordinators are double teaming Justin Jefferson? Yeah. Do you yes. see Hell Justin yeah. Jefferson disappear from the field? No. Do you see – is he making catches, acrobatic catches, yes. touchdowns, all that? You see the gritty just, almost every week. Just watch Just this watched is, him do it. Mm-hmm. This is it's, – it's consistent. And C.D. Lamb has shown us that he can be that type of player. So, I, I'm not – I'm not letting this guy not touch the ball for two quarters mm-hmm. when the game is that close and you know you need to figure out somebody who can make a play for it. Danny, him. were you surprised or were you uh, very surprised when you didn't see Ramsey traveling? I was I was, shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. I was shocked. I know I was shocked. As I was looking like that's going to be the matchup. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Vic Vangio said, hey, don't Man. worry about that. We put a linebacker over the top of it. We're here in the slot. Just we, wait on it. Just, just, just wait, wait on, on it. Yeah, that told me. He's like, hey, looking at Ramsey. And Vic Vangio's like, hey, baby, you don't roll like you used to. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when he told me I want that, you're telling me. Buda Baker said a couple years ago, we know exactly how to get them off their first look, off the look that they want to get to. And Buffalo showed you that as well. We're going to run a zone, but we're going to customize it a little bit to take away the routes that you really like to run and figure out if you can throw it, well, make you have to throw it to other yeah. guys. But you, mm-hmm. there are situations where you can't let people do that to you. You can't, especially in these type of games. You can't let it happen. Okay, guys, let's, let's end the show on this one positive note. Okay. okay? Just positive they're at home this week. Yeah. Cowboys at home this week. Got a really good oh, team coming in. Really good team. Detroit. Yes, sir. Really good team. You 0 2 over the last, the last two weeks. See if you can stop this. Well, they got two running backs. Yeah. <laughs> they got two. You're at home. You're at home. That's true. You're at home. Had lost at home all year long and beat some good teams at home. Beat the beat the Rams at yeah, home. Yeah, beat the Rams. So, yeah. so you got that going for you. Beat the Rams at home. Philly. Philly. Mm-hmm. Philly. That's two playoff teams. So. And, C- and Seattle. Seattle. Seattle, right there, right there in the mix here. Seattle, right here in the mix here. Right now, they they be the seventh seed. So, okay, it's a good way to end. It. Yeah, yeah, we'll, I take that. We'll, we'll dive into <laughs> other things tomorrow. Let's, let's. You go, you go tell them about the defense of Aiden Hutchinson that they got tomorrow too. Yeah. You go talk about him a little bit too. Hey, 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 you know, Aaron Donald came in here. You know, Philly yeah, later play out. So, so. <laughs> dog, <all> right. <laughs> dog, my man. That's right. We're gonna let it play out. Thank. That's out. a good way to end it. Uh, Letting man. it play out on the players' line. <laughs> Brought to you by Tostitos. We're gonna get some laid out chips too. Right here, DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!